0: This is Fresh. Please welcome to Fresh at 5, Eleni Giokos, She's a freelance financial journalist, a media trainer, and you can catch her on ENCA. On Twitter, she says she's exceptionally curious, passionate about Greece and Africa. Please welcome Eleni. Eleni, morning. Have we lost Eleni? Yeah,
1: I think we've lost her. We're going to have to try her again. No. Yes.
0: Okay, wanna uh, try Eleni again. Is uh, there? There we go. Welcome back Eleni. How are you doing?
1: Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. good. Thank you for agreeing <laughs> to speak to us. Thank you for having me.
0: You I'm just came started. back. You just came back from Greece.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: What's the situation like?
1: Greeks uh, for many years now have had to change their way um, of life and they've had to become more austere. And it's something they haven't been used to for the last 30 years or so. Um, We know that, you know, people are still out in the streets, they're going and having coffee and they're still enjoying themselves. I mean, obviously things have changed over the last week or so. But Greeks are very used to sort of a comfortable life and austerity measures is just not something they want to accept.
0: Okay, now can we go back to like day zero what is the problem?
1: Alright, well day zero so I'm just going to start sort of when Greece joined the European Union in the early 80s And eventually they had uh, politicians saying, well, vote for me because I'm going to give you uh, many jobs and I'm going to give you 14 and 15 and 16 packages and we're going to make your life easy. You're not going to work a lot of hours. So what would any person do in their right mind? Of course, you'd vote for the politician that would give you an easy life. The next Mm. political party would do exactly the same thing during the next election. So essentially you inflate your public sector, so your government employees. You don't get enough revenue coming in. You're not paying tax." Anyway, So a lot of the people that did have businesses weren't paying tax. You're evading taxes, you're taking out loans, and then suddenly you get into the Eurozone, you get even cheaper loans from the Eurozone, you're spending it on paying people salaries, you're not doing anything productive with it. The financial crisis, the global financial crisis happened in 2008, showing the cracks in the system, and now the Greeks are on their knees begging for more money.
0: Okay, so in a nutshell, um, government was spending more money than they were collecting.
1: Absolutely, and that has been going on for many years. But remember when economic growth is high. So in other words, there's lots of tourists, you know, you're selling some of your products, you know, like olive oil and agricultural goods, and it's looking good. But then when growth starts coming under pressure, your debt to GDP that ratio starts to change and when your debt is very high like now it's for Greece sitting at 175% and uh, in South Africa just to give you an understanding it's sitting at around 40% to mm-hmm. GDP um, it becomes unsustainable because you can't pay the interest on the debt so you're spending more than what you're getting in a lot more than what you're getting in and then you need to get a bailout so essentially the Greek government went to the European Union and went to the International Monetary Fund saying hey, can you help us out because we can't afford the debt that we have, so we need a bailout package.
0: Why are we not collecting taxes?
1: Man, you know, it's not even electronic. The system only became electronic a couple of years ago. And you think, I mean, someone like, you know, a country like South Africa is so ahead of the curve because remember when the South African Revenue Service says, look, we're going to start cracking down on people. We're going to put people in jail. You've got to pay yeah. your taxes. Greece still hasn't done that. They've only put one politician uh, in jail. And, you know, going to Greece, and I'm, I'm getting married there at the end of the, of the end of the month um, in July, yeah. um, and you go to the suppliers and you say, I'd like this. How much does this cost? And they say, Well, it costs whistle without uh, VAT, value added tax. I say, you know, with VAT. And they said, well, let me give you without VAT. It'll cost you one euro. I'm like, okay, so with VAT, it should cost you one twenty-three because it's twenty-three percent VAT. And they said, no, 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 because of paperwork, I'm going to charge you one euro eighty. So people are not paying their value-added tax, they're not paying taxes as a whole, especially the, the business owners, because they want to make more money. So it's a horrible um, system that has just been perpetuated by tax evasion.
0: But why is the government playing hardball with people who are wanting to help Greece?
1: Because Greeks like to be very difficult sometimes, I think, and they don't like to to face tough times like, you know, austerity and, you know, Angela Merkel has been very tough on Greece. Remember, the reforms that they're asking for um, are really going to put a lot of people back and and pensioners are going to come under pressure. They're not going to have enough money to survive. Um, You know, they're paying taxes left, right and center. So the Greek government is trying to collect as much as they possibly can. I mean, you buy airtime in Greece, you get taxed around two euros on a six euro, um, you know, airtime Uh, card. Uh, And they're being tough on them because they're saying, well, we can't handle this anymore. Why don't you cut off some of the debts? Why don't you give us debt relief, so to speak, so that we can now manage manage the situation going forward? The European Union leaders and and Christine Lagarde, the IMF MD, says, no, you can't just get money for free. You've got to pay up. You've got to reform and you've got to make the changes, just like Ireland did and Portugal and, of course, Iceland.
0: Okay, so um, the Prime Minister was playing hardball about two weeks ago. Um, A couple of days ago, he was like, okay, okay, I'll play ball. (laughs) But yesterday, he was telling uh, Greek folk that in the referendum vote no, I don't understand.
1: No, I don't understand. You know, every time, I don't know if you've picked this up, over the last few years, you know, when it comes to Greece, there's always like this 11th hour deal that comes through and someone kind of buckles and says, okay, okay, we'll sort the situation out. And yesterday, we were um, you know, waiting for, well the day before yesterday, we were waiting for the IMF to either go to Greece saying, okay, we'll give you an extension on the payment, or um, you know, um, they were expecting Angela Merkel to go to Greece saying, okay, we'll give you money to pay the IMF, but then. And that, that didn't happen and a couple of hours before the deadline um, Alexis Tsipras went in and said okay can we get another bailout these are the things we're willing to change are you guys keen and they all said drop the referendum and we will give you another bailout and Tsipras says no we can't drop the referendum we've promised our people that they can vote um, so you know it didn't work out and I promise you that if over the next few days, Tsipras sticks to the referendum, no one is going to assist Greece until after Sunday. And if Greeks vote no, which is very likely to happen, Mm -hmm. it basically means that the ECB and the IMF is going to pull away all assistance, and that could mean a default, and that could mean a Grexit, so Greece leaving uh, the Eurozone. If they vote yes fresh, then that's a different scenario.
0: Okay, how would you fix the situation?
1: How (laughs) How would I fix the situation? Well firstly I would tell Greeks to vote yes and secondly I would promise them that I would fix the system. So tax for me would be a big thing. It would be a big starting point. I would put task teams in place like we did in South Africa and put people in jail. Yeah. I would then drop the corporate tax rate so that businesses can, you know, do a lot better. I would also uh, fire a lot of people from the public sector. I would retrench people and I would make sure that the, the economy recalibrates itself. I would cut back on a lot of other spending like for instance military uh, because Greece is, is quite big on military. They're very scared of Turkey and they, you know, they want to be if something happens from the yes. east um, and, and that's what I would do and I think what they're doing now is very wrong they are, it's it's just full of threats nobody knows what their future holds and an outright default could mean even more pain than austerity
0: how does this affect all of us
1: well, it does affect all of us because if the European Union and the Eurozone as a union fails, because basically it has already failed because they can't keep their members together and they're fighting, um, that could create something that we call contagion. So, in other words, a domino effect, and we could see other uh, countries leaving the Euro- Eurozone, or we could see other countries buckling under debt. Mm-hmm. That could create a um, domino effect into uh, the US. Money then gets pulled out of emerging markets like South Africa, and the rand comes under pressure. We see. China coming under pressure with the eurozone and it's just havoc all around we are pretty safe because we're far down south mm. but we've got problems of our own and it's just going to exacerbate the wheat growth in south africa and the very volatile rand Oy. Oy. i know it's 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 crazy but look the good news and i know you like focusing on good news greece is a beautiful country um it's a fantastic place to visit it's summer there now i suggest you all go take some euros with you and have some fun yeah
0: it'll be nice and cheap <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's such a beautiful country. Have you been, Fred?
0: I I was in Greece uh, nine years ago doing gigs. I did a couple of gigs in Athens, and then I did, I think, three or four gigs in Corfu. So, I love Greece. Do you remember any of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good.
1: Okay, you didn't have enough fun then. You should... uh
0: No, no, Um. my my, my tour was sponsored by Absinthe, so I I remember half (laughs) of it.
1: (laughs) That's brilliant. No, Greece is is absolutely fantastic. And that's what's going to pull it through, you know, the tourism sector. And Greeks are tough, hey? promise you they've been through a lot and they're going to get through this as well.
0: We hope so. Eleni, uh, listen, all the best uh, to your country folk.
1: Thank you. Uh, Are you voting on Sunday? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm in Johannesburg, so I'm not going to be. Vote- I'm glad I don't have to vote because I think it's a really tough one.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I'll leave it to the experts.
0: Eleni, thank you very much. It makes a lot of sense. It much it makes much more sense to me right now, and I can finally explain it to my six-year-old. She's been asking so.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad. Take Thanks, care.
0: Eleni. That was Eleni uh, Jokos. Jokos. Uh, you can catch her on E N C A. She's a financial journalist.
1: Fresh at on five FM.